0: Beer. Beer. Hey Podcast Kittens, it's Kathy Caddox! Hey Lady I'm coming at you with another lens cracking and storming off. Cat, Cat With, with Beer! beer. That
1: cracking. Do you like that as an adjective?
0: Uh, I, I prefer it to the one that you said uh, during the Harada interview, which was tooth, tooth pulling. pulling? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't quite sure whether the episode with him was quite tooth pulling, but I'm well, always but amazed that you come up with new thank adjectives. Thank you.
1: I've been working hard on my adjectives. I think of a big list. When we're not in the studio, but then I forget the whole thing when I come in here.
0: So you thought my lens might be cracking? That's where it's Well, lens? I was looking down the lens of the camera, just yelling at it, mm. thinking that's how
1: you crack a lens, yell at it. Mm. So. I,
0: I, I think you could do that. You've probably cracked my ear Maybe a couple
1: of I times. I can. I'm sorry, Cat the Cat, for cracking your ears. <laughs> Snap, crackle, pop.
0: Yep, all we, of that.
1: We've got a contentious topic today. Ooh, Is it yeah. contentious?
0: Uh, a, a difficult topic.
1: It's definitely a topic that's... Um, uh is sensitive Ooh.
0: So we just as a little disclaimer, we don't mean to offend anything or anyone.
1: Anyone. If anyone's upset by anything we say, we apologize in advance.
0: In the end, we're just a group of foreigners trying to talk about stuff in Japan. Trying to make sense of this topsy-turvy environment. We try not to cultural inappropriate, but still give a little bit of of knowledge that we might have a little bit about religion in Japan. We're trying to show you the one, two, three. We're talking about God people we're talking about faith
1: spirituality we're talking about what's going on deep in your soul kathy kath the japanese have okay, very
0: popping my ear again hold on what you down literally you just popped my ear again oh, really? um i'm so sorry
1: so... i'm so sorry <laughs> we're talking about religion today folks
0: So, In Japan, um,
1: Japanese religion specifically.
0: One thing that really surprised me coming to Japan right from the start is we went on a trip to Kyoto and it didn't matter whether it was a shrine or a temple, I was allowed in. And we were going in and out of shrines and temples and I was still allowed in. And around me, there were tons of tourists and they were all still allowed in and out of shrines and temples and shrines and temples and the next shrine and the next temple, which kind of surprised me. Sounds very welcoming. And I spoke to my friend who is Japanese and brought me all around all the shrines and temples. And she was like, yeah, I'm not religious. But we went to all the shrines and temples and she did all the praying and she draw the fortune slips and Mm. prayers and all of that. She did that. But she would say she's not religious. And we're going to try and answer that overall question that I had during today's episode.
1: It is something because um, when you speak to Japanese people on the topic of religion, most of them will say, I'm not religious. Mm. And they will follow up with, most people in Japan are not religious.
0: Actually, 62% say they are not religious.
1: 62%.
0: While 31 are part of Buddhism. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Is 3% part of Shintoism. Only
1: 3 which I thought was the main religion of Japan. But mm. only 3% of the nation actually practices.
0: Only 3%, 1% Christianity, mm-hmm. and 1% others. Mm-hmm. 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 So.
1: so, where do we begin? Well, let's kick off with this uh, 62%... Um, this this sixty percent faithless, the atheists, as it were, mm. the no thank you spirituality, but still going to go through all the rituals yes. associated with uh, religious faith.
0: So if you think about Buddhism, but also Shintoism, they're both polytheism.
1: Polytheistic.
0: Yeah, in Germany we call it Vielguter Glaube, which pretty much means mm. many gods belief. Yeah, it does believe. You believe yeah. in many gods, oh. right? Polytheism, which means that for example in Shintoism it, the god can be a tree. Mm-hmm. The god can be I s I don't know, a thing that happened to be there. That gods it's just like this location where you feel I think there's something <laughs> spiritual here, like a deity or a god or a guardian.
1: Gods in the sky, there's a god in the water, there's a god in the trees, the god in the animals, there's a so- god in the wind gods all over the place. Now, there's not just one god. There's many gods. And according to the Shinto faith, in the beginning, there was uh, Izanagi and... Yeah, um, um, no,
0: we're good. Let's focus in a little bit, on little by little into that. Sorry. Um, but a lot of Japanese people actually do still go to shrines whether they're not... So, will still say they're not religious or go to temples. Mm. So a lot of people will, for example, it is a bit of a joke that people go to the shrine um, for a wedding or do like a Western-type yeah. wedding at a church, but then they will go for a funeral at a Buddhist um, temple. Really, so it's kind of fluid where mm. you go depending on where you gotta go. Faith fluid, kind of situation. Faith yeah. So most of the if you look around in Japan and you see a lot of graves, that's generally around temples. Well, you won't necessarily, or well, depending on where you are, it's, again, it, it's all fluid and can change, but you don't see them so much around shrines. Mm. Um, and it, it's, again, the idea you go for weddings and popular things to shrines and then you go to funerals, you go to a temple. So you don't have to be part of one or the other to be allowed in or out. Um, it's just people are a little bit more lax, I guess, around yeah, religion. I guess in that regard, it's, uh, it's welcoming
1: and inclusive.
0: Mm, very, very. And again, like I was first scared whether it was allowed in. I remember in Europe, you know, when even you're just wearing a tank top, you're not allowed into a church, and there's certain places where you just can't go in at all. Really? So it's nice to see that anyone is welcome in. I remember going to Italy to one of those beautiful cathedrals and they were, like, pulling all the girls out who had, like, belly buttons or, 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 you know, tops that weren't respectful and stuff. That doesn't even happen in Japan. If you walk around with a tank top, you can go to a temple or a shrine and no one actually says something unless you may be going to actually a depth prayer round or something.
1: I've never exposed my belly button and gone to a temple. Good. Hmm. I think my belly button's best kept covered.
0: No, we're all thinking about your belly button. Ah, it's
1: a great belly button.
0: So, on 10% of respondents do not go to shrines, 52 go to a shrine every year, mm. 19% go almost every year and 11% occasionally, 5% about once every two years oh. is how many Japanese people go to Hatsumode, which is the first ch- shrine visit of the year, which, again, is a very important ritual in Japanese culture mm-hmm. where people go to a shrine for the first time and make their prayer for the fresh new year.
1: You go at dawn on New Year's Day, is that correct?
0: Some do, yeah. but some just... Uh, you, I mean, the really religious ones might line up right before 12. But again, the temple... The Buddhist temple is the one that rings in the bells. Oh, right. The bells start ringing at the end of the year and then ring into the new year. Ah, That's at the right. temples. But then people go to shrines for the first prayer.
1: Yeah, so as you can see, it's a bit of a uh, mixed bag, a bit of a choose your own adventure story when it comes to yeah, faith.
0: Yeah, it sounds a fine, bit like that. Just fine, you know, any I, way you want to slice it. I think that is one of the things I actually find very. Relieving in Japanese culture is that people don't rub their religion in your face. If they are, they're probably some sort of sect cult something but generally and... no one comes up on the streets and tries to sell you their religion unless it's people that clearly look like they're trying to yeah, sell you. Yeah, unless they're
1: an extreme character. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. generally
0: it's it's a live and let live. None of your friends is gonna try and convince you to that their religion is better or worse than yours, that kind of thing. So but I would be careful because I know a lot of you guys are thinking of maybe coming over as an English teacher and such. One of the first rules you will have when you get your contract is not to talk about your religion. Is that right? They put yeah, it in the contract. That, they put that in many contracts that you're not allowed to talk about your religion. Please
1: explain. Is that I don't because, know. Is that, due to a, is that because you know missionaries came here in the past and that was a problem with Japanese society or so forth? I so.
0: don't know. I just know that that is one of the rules that many... Teaching children in Japan, teachers get that they're not allowed to talk about their religion. Wow, really? Yeah, so I you just never, might have to be careful. Again, you don't want to be that person that pushes their religion into other people's faces either. If people don't do that to you, kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um. So sometimes people in Japan will have Western-style winnings they're not necessarily, you know, very um Christian. I, I, they're kind I, of like a cosplay I mean, way. it they're is not... like
0: it is like the the churches are like little chapels that maybe are financed by the hotel that's next door yes. so you can do the ceremony there. Yes. And I know uh some I used to know someone who said they again knew someone who literally just became a priest for the sake of he looked western and
1: Yeah. There's a lot of d- that. A lot. a lot of if you come here to do like talent work, like talent work, if you're a uh uh, particularly for slightly older white men a lot of the jobs are priest jobs so you're uh, you're playing a priest at a wedding and you just it's just it's a, an acting job you have a script you put on your priest and you don't job. have to
0: be baptized you don't need or to any to have shenanigans. you can literally believe in jedi- in being a jedi and you can still do the job
1: i've sung at japanese weddings
0: like you're full on yeah, metal and everything in,
1: yes yes kawaii medal in a uh, a western style wedding so in terms of the aesthetic a christian wedding bit of japanese you know aesthetically cathedral that's not really cathedral it's a room in a hotel and um yeah in a skirt singing heavy metal
0: oh, awesome so. sounds like a great wedding if, if... <laughs> hey, Lady Beard's available for weddings. Apparently. Hey, book me for your wedding. Yeah, look, book Lady Beard for your wedding. Well, I should do
1: drive-throughs like Elvis does in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Exactly,
0: just marry people and then start <laughs> like <laughs> headbanging. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> so, so currently, the number of religious corporations in Japan is one hundred seventy-nine thousand nine hundred fifty-two. And including some independent Shinto shrines. There's a lot of religions.
1: Now let's just now let's just be clear here. It's, we that have is already more. said most Japanese people not religious. And yet a hundred and seventy-eight Thousand different religious institutions. So, how do these two seemingly contradictory facts go together?
0: Just let, letting you guys know, by the way, the number of convenience stores in Japan is fifty six thousand nine hundred nineteen, which means we have uh, a lot more religious corporations than convenience stores.
1: Three times, we have three times as many religious institutions as we do convenience stores.
0: And the reason why this is listed together is because a lot of people do it also for not-so-religious things, maybe, too. Also, it's kind of money, kind of, might be involved with some of them. Not saying that all of them, let's... Okay, let's cut that part out. (laughs) Let's cut that part out. So there's three times as many
1: religious institutions in the country as there are convenience stores. And there are convenience stores everywhere, my friends. Mm, And the
0: number of shrines are actually 86,450. 40. So how could this be
1: in a nation where the majority of the population identifies as non-religious? non-religious. doesn't make any sense. It's illogical.
0: I guess it's it comes maybe together with the believing in many gods kind of theory. Um, but wasn't this, was this there was a famous person who once said, if you really want to get rich, you start a religion.
1: Was that the Scientology fellow? Oh, God. L. Ron <laughs> Hubbard? Wasn't that him?
0: I'm not sure. You um, can proof check that. I don't I know. Was.
1: But... Um
0: But um, I think another reason also why a lot of Japanese people say I am not religious openly is because of what happened, I think, in 1995, Um, where one of the sects did the um, terrorist attack on the subway. So a lot of the image of religion as such kind of got really, really down because of that. Um, And I think that still has effects nowadays that some people don't feel like they openly can say I am part of a religion because A, there's negative stigma. And there's also the Japanese sense of if you say, I am this or that, you have to actually really know what you're talking about and not just go in once a year to make one prayer.
1: Is that right? So if you're going to say, I'm Christian, you've got to know all about the Bible. you got to know all about the scriptures. You can't just be casually Christian. You can't, can't go to church on, on, on Christmas and Easter. Uh, and I don't example. Know. No, I got you got to be Shinto, you've got to know 100% all the things. Um, this terror attack was a horrible incident. Mm. Uh, poison gas was pumped out into one of the subways. Mm. Lots of people died. That was performed by a religious sect. Mm-hmm. You could... You, listen, sect. it's... You, 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 you might refer to it, it... You could arguably describe it as a cult. More than a religious... Well, I guess they were religious, but more than a religious institution, more than a church... A bunch of people who got together, had some extreme beliefs and did some crazy thingamajigs.
0: Mm. That might have probably changed some people's perception of whether they want to officially say they are this or that.
1: In the Japanese zeitgeist, it seems that religion and cults got all intertwined. So, therefore, a lot of people don't want to say I am religious in any way because that uh, could easily be interpreted as I'm in a crazy kill everybody cult.
0: That was a random, scary sound just now. <laughs> Thanks well, for yeah. breaking the tension a little yeah. bit up here. That was good. That was good. Okay. Let's go to shrines. Let's go to the shrine. Talk to me again about Quick the shrine. question. Mm. I, that is one of the questions that it doesn't always approach, but sometimes sometimes times of struggle, how can you che- tell is it a temple or is it a shrine?
1: Firstly, please explain the difference.
0: Well, the one is Buddhism and one is Shintoism. Okay, it? cool. So Buddhism temple, shrine, shintoism. Right. So you're in front of building A and you're not quite sure if this is a temple or a shrine.
1: Well, I guess if it's um uh, so if it's a shrine, if it's Shinto, then you're going to have the big old red archways and you're going to have to ring the bell to wake up the god, yeah?
0: That's pretty good. Like if you if you don't make it all the way in to see if there's a bell or not, not some of them have put the bells away since Covid, because people had to touch it and stuff, right. and some don't have them in the first place. But um, the big red gates is a very good indication that this is probably a shrine.
1: Yep, that's um, that's uh, something typical of the Shinto shrines. Big old red gates at the front. What are they called? Got them notes upon They're me. called Tori. Tori. there we are. Thank
0: you. Very so much. that if you're not quite sure if it's a temple or a shrine and you can't find a name plaque, first look if there's a big red gate. Sometimes you might already have walked past it. Sometimes it mm-hmm. might have just been a sign on the road and you might have missed it. But generally, if you're not quite sure, the, if you see a red gate, you know that's Giant probably red a shrine.
1: Archway, and if you're going to go in, you're supposed to stop at that archway, bow once before you enter.
0: Yep. Um, that, however can sometimes get a little bit confusing because, again, those religions, they don't really fight each other. Like in some other countries, it might seem as why can they be on the same plot of land, but there can be a temple right next to a shrine or a shrine within a temple premise. It's not like I haven't seen that. So it is not as strictly divided as it might feel right to some of the listeners. It is very... Live and let live kind of thing. And,
1: again, you can go in there. You can do everybody's rituals and then say, I'm atheist. So
0: You can. Yeah, and what really... I find interesting is, uh, that, for example, in, in Shintoism, you have, like, a certain way how you pray. It's a little bit different than, again, in Buddhism. But people don't judge you if you get it wrong because sometimes even Japanese people get it wrong. Oh,
1: that's right. That's right.
0: So Shrine. Shinto shrines worship indigenous Japanese mm. deities. Mm, 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 it can be anything.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, yeah. The fox.
0: So, deities that were in the land, things, mountains. Mountains. Any, anything. So, just if you feel the something land. is there, people might have built a shrine for it. Um, so, Izanami and Izanagi were like the two gods yeah. that created everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, created mm-hmm. the islands of Awaji in Hyogo Prefecture mm-hmm. in the beginning, and then created the Japanese archipelago, mm-hmm. apparently. And then the goddess Amaterasu, mm-hmm. the sun god considered to be the originator of all gods living in Japan.
1: You nailed that pronunciation that was very good.
0: Oh thank you yeah,
1: It's very impressive.
0: So it's said that the descendants of these gods married human beings and their lineage is connected to that and the emperor and such so that's just a little brief tiny little brief sentence about Shintoism if you're curious about it you might sure, want to look it up be more known. Exactly yeah. there's more but like just very generally going at it mm. but what I find interesting is the the shrine for Amaterasu, for the sun god, mm. is in Mia prefecture. It's called Jingu, ah. and it's like one of the most important shrines or the most important shrine of Japan. And people who come from Mia, like, for example, the director of Aschap is are very proud that this shrine is there. Oh, really? There's a lot of, like, you know, lo- a lot of people will insist of going to that shrine for their New Year's prayers really? and such because it is the shrine of Japan. It's the shrine. And if you think about it, it's the sun god, right? Yeah. And Japan is the land of the rising sun. Okay. There's a lot of things that make it very important to Hang a on, lot of people. this is the
1: one in, in, in Miya. This is not this the, the one, one down on Hyogo, on the and island. That's the
0: one in Miya, yeah.
1: So, how do you become a, a Shinto god?
0: Uh, you can be a mountain, an animal, or a tree, or something special that people felt something special by. There is a shrine, for example, called Kinomiya Shrine uh, in... Um, it's if you go all the way with the shinkansen to oh, what is it called again atami if you go to atami there's a shrine for example it's Kunkinomiya Jinja and it literally has this wonderful old tree oh. that is just magical like you know sometimes when you see a tree and you're like wow and i guess that's probably what some people felt when they mm. saw that tree and they're like wow i think this tree is special mm. i think this tree has survived a lot of centuries and is wiser than we are so they build a shrine for mm. that and um, I guess that that maybe to bring it closer to people who don't quite understand it, that's maybe how it makes it a easier, a little bit easier to comprehend. What people maybe believe that there might be a deity or something special in that tree and build a shrine around it.
1: I was down in uh, Shikoku and there's a shrine that has a very, very old tree. And if you can hold your breath and run around the tree three times, you get your wish granted.
0: Did you try?
1: I tried and I failed. It's a hefty run.
0: It's a very. I was tree. like, this will
1: be fine. No. Nah. It's a big old tree It's a long time to hold your breath mm, mm. there's
0: a lot of different um shrines around that where you have like to do a certain thing like for example kinomiya shrine you're supposed to just go around um actually and, and just think of your wish it doesn't say that it's definitely going to get granted or not but you're supposed to just go around and think of your wish and such Okay, so... I've been actually to one of the most... I think I have a tag somewhere on my back, actually. I've been to a shrine that was literally dedicated to the sweet potato.
1: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, well, that's a delicious... The sweet
0: potato. And why? Because um, there was a famine... And a lot of people in Japan weren't having enough food, so the sweet potato came back, came over oh. from China, oh, really? and it saved a lot of lives. So the sweet right? potato is a symbol of you know perseverance and stamina, having lots of kids, being able to survive. Really? So the sweet potato, and I still have that tag on my bag. The sweet potato is literally on my little protection tag, saying. Is that
1: know, is that part of awesome. the reason why we eat them in wintertime? Where well, they go around with the sweet potato car and you buy your sweet potatoes?
0: I have no idea. the convenience store, I think products. they're just tasty. It's just one of the winter tasty, foods. I mean, they're in season. Nice then like a lot of things, ah, okay, so I, fair, I nah, assume that's good. probably the season to have sweet potatoes. So you could
1: become bread. a Shinto god by being a, a a very great man from a long long old time ago. For instance, there's the uh, the Niko uh, Toshugu Shrine in Tochigi, and um, that's what that's all about. That's uh, dedicated to old uh, Tokugawa Ieyasu who was the uh, shogun of the Edo period.
0: I mean, there's a lot of shrines that are towards the things that people generally want, right? There's shrines that gear towards success, shrines Mm. that gear towards fertility, shrines that gear towards uh, health and such. all think of the things that people have human needs for exactly Mm -hmm. that they will then try to. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Try to um pray for it right yeah have you ever been surprised by shinto shrines or japanese gods <sighs> The
1: Fertility Festival is something. We'll let you guys look up the uh, Japanese Fertility Festival on your own. Oh, yeah, that one is so now.
0: popular on YouTube that I don't even bother making a YouTube video about yeah, it because everyone's done it. Plenty, Foreigners love that Fertility plenty Festival. Plenty to be seen there. Oh, so you can wow. have, a,
1: have a look at that. That's a bit, a bit something.
0: Yes. So <laughs> yes. let's go a little bit about shrine etiquette because mm. you guys will definitely enter a shrine. Yes. You it's you almost unavoidable, actually. Because your Japanese friends are going to bring you down. Again, you don't have to feel uncomfortable. It is a free space. You are you're safe and you're allowed to be mm. there. So, first thing you see, the big red gate. Yep, there it is. Wow, it's beautiful. But, Woo! Awesome. All right. So, a lot of people just walk in. Uh, if you want to be super, super uh, good, then you bow before you walk in. That's correct. I'm never quite sure if there's several torii gates, though, how often you're supposed to bow. If you go to the Fushimi Inari Shrine in Kyoto with all the many, 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 many gates, you don't have to bow every time. Well, that's you just efficient, do it at the entrance. That's
1: very efficient, then. Yes. Um, yeah, that is confusing because a lot of Japanese people also don't know how much you're supposed to bow. They go through the gate and they go, oh, they go back again and bow. Mm-hmm.
0: And then... A lot of people I've seen do that. Yeah. Um, and then you just go through the shrine premises and then they'll come probably. There's usually a main shrine and side shrines. It's kind of confusing. Sometimes you just follow what everyone mm. else is doing. <laughs> when in Japan, do as all the people around that, you do. That
1: policy can get you through quite a lot of situations in Japan. Just do what everyone else is doing. Mm. Yes. It's a culture for that, isn't it?
0: Usually uh, there is a little, you will reach a thing that has a roof, generally mm-hmm. a roof, and there will be a little offering box there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you, you arrive at that offering box. Generally you select out of your po- pocket, you select a five yen piece. Mm-hmm. Five yen, go in, is a play on words, meaning like luck. good meetings, mm-hmm. luck, blessing, en is usually to, to connect or to meet. If I'm saying that right, please keep listening to us, yes, please listen to us, Takahashi, yes, thank you. Okay, please correct us if you're wrong. But yeah, generally all my friends keep saying, um, you know, always have a five-yen piece on you and ideally, it should be a nice five yen piece. So if it's like the oh, grubbiest, yeah. darkest thing that you just pull out of your wallet, you don't really want to offer that to the gods. Just make it at least a l- kind of nice looking piece is a good really? idea. Yeah, okay. it shouldn't be the worst five yen piece in your wallet. It should be the nicer looking one if oh, you have right. one.
1: If you have a, a, nicer, a nicer five yen. If a... you have
0: a nice five Five yen is not... <laughs> It's not a lot of money. It's not a lot, in I heard cents? a rumor um, that a lot of the the shrines are struggling a little bit because of the inflation, everything. Uh, really, five yen is really not that five much. Five yen's
1: not cutting the mustard.
0: It's yeah. So if if you, a lot of people are also doing now fifteen. Right. So ten and five, meaning jubun goen. So wow. a lot of a lot of. The luck from the five. Yeah,
1: so maybe next time throw your nice five yen and throw your dirty five yen too. Just <laughs> throw the shrine wall. Be grateful. All right. Um, so you head on in. Now, once you head on in, it's very important you wash your hands on the way in. If
0: you can, yeah. If sometimes they have put it away because of COVID, it used mm. to be there's like a, a little thing on a stick. Um, it's like, they're like bamboo scoops. Yeah, they're like bamboo scoops things. They, yeah. they're, they're really nice, but yeah, it's lovely. like I said, they, they move them away a lot during COVID, mm-hmm. so you might not find it. Sometimes the water is even stopped. Sometimes they now recently just started the water, so there's this little bit of water that you can go Clean and wash your circle. hands with. There's usually actually a system to it. Um, if you have that stick, um, can I? Okay, so here's the stick. Um, I'm going to try it. You first hold it and you scoop it with your right hand. And then you move the water into your left hand. Then you move the water into your right hand. Then you usually some people actually put it in their mouth. Yeah, you meant to wash your but mouth. You, yeah, you but to cleans out your mouth. But so a lot of people don't do it; they just pretend that they do. So left hand, right hand, mouth, and then you use that wooden stick and you tilt it upwards so the rest of the water that is ah, rinses yes. down the stem to cleanse again the stick for the next person to come.
1: You're very good at this. She's very good at this. <laughs> You're yeah, very good at this. You've done well.
0: I hope I explained that right to everyone. So, but this is a yeah, little Yeah, but we really recommend nice you do it with a
1: Japanese person because.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it comes yeah, it, I've done it expensive. a couple of times for like um for YouTube videos and stuff as well. And it also it's a nice cleansing ritual. You're like, it okay, is, now I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna experience these beautiful environments. It right, it is lovely. That's right.
1: All right, so, all right, so clean, you we, you can head on in. You, know, you
0: walk all the way in and you see something with a roof and there will be a little box for offering. You have beautiful. your five yen mm-hmm. ready. Mm-hmm. You're ready with your five yen. Mm-hmm. If there is a big rope with some bells attached on the top, that would be a good way to start.
1: Mm-hmm. You right. ring the bell and this wakes up the deity who lives at the shrine. And that way you can uh, tell them what's going on.
0: And you uh, give the money into the box, Uh five yen. Uh Go in. Good luck. And then at a shrine, it is two bows, two claps, and a bow.
1: So there's a specific ritual you have to go through of your bow to the deity.
0: So one, two, and then you clap. And then you make your prayer after you clapped. And once you're done with your prayer... You thank. One more time with a bow.
1: And you bow, you gotta hold it ninety degrees for a little bit and then come back up. Yes. We used to uh we used to do that before wrestling matches. Everyone would get around the ring oh. and we'd you know, we we'd uh, ask that no one get injured in the show.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, it
1: happens sometimes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, that's that's good to know. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's like also a sign of respect and probably to the deity that is residing in the ring so you that's guys right. don't get injured and mm. stuff like that. So mm. that makes sense. Mm. That totally makes sense. Any kind of memorable shrines that you have encountered here in Japan? Uh, on uh,
1: At the start of the year, this year, actually. So this is my first uh, year in Japan post-COVID-19, starting mm-hmm. the year with a kind of a more traditional style Japanese company. Mm. So my old company didn't do this, but my new company on uh, the start of the new year, the first work day of the year, we all had to go to the shrine.
0: Oh. So it was all right. the
1: artists in the company and the boss and so forth. Mm-hmm. We had to uh, go in, wash our hands and everything, and then we had to, um, you know,
0: like as a group with
1: everyone. Yeah, with the group with everyone who could come. That's okay, right. Okay, good. And we had to, cool. you know, pray for prosperity and so forth in the new year. We had to do some fortune telling. To get the piece of paper with the fortune.
0: Tell? Oh, I can you explain that. It's in oh, yeah. Omikuji, um, those are little fortune telling slips. Usually, what I've seen, or what you will see a lot, is like a, a kind of octagon box that has mm. a lot of things that look like very thin chopsticks in it. They shake it, mm. and, they, and then one of those sticks will poke out of the hole of the box. You pull it out, it has a number on. That number then is connected to one of the fortune slips and then they pull out the fortune slip and give it to you and you're supposed to read it.
1: And then you stick it on the tree, don't you? You stick it on the hanger.
0: It depends on. um, For example, there's different levels of luck you can have. (laughs) Uh, Big luck, medium luck, normal luck, (laughs) less luck, not so good luck and then there's the worst one. Kill, I think it's called. That's when it's just oh, that's the worst of all. But hey, there's always improvement. That's the one that has the most way to improvement because you're already at the good bottom.
1: point. Doesn't get worse on that.
0: I heard someone once say, "Ah, you never really draw cure. uh until I got it." And it was literally in my worst year in Japan so far. it kind of matched the whole set. That's horrible. (laughs) It's shocking. You poor woman. And actually, ever since then, I'm a bit worried about drawing fortune slips in Japan. Fair enough. But um, those fortune slips, if they are good, you're welcome to carry them with you. So you can put them in your wallet as a little luck charm. I see. If they're bad. You should tie them to the tree with a wish of things to get better. Oh, I see. But sometimes people who have a good one also tie it to the tree because they just don't want to carry it home and just want to mm-hmm. leave it in that area as well. They don't know what you're going to throw that away kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So
1: Yeah, it's, you know, might not be considered ideal to throw away a sacred bit of paper.
0: Exactly. There's also actually... Mentioning that, in case you guys collect a lot of amulets and stuff, a lot of shrines have um, a lot of little talismans called, like, called um, Mm. Omamori. They have have that in the name. They're supposed to protect you, those little talismans. And people have them in their wallets. They have them on their bags. I used to have
1: one on my backpack.
0: Yeah. Mm. And it's like, if you get that as a gift from a Japanese person, it looks really nice. They might have it with your... Chinese horoscope animal mm. on it or such like that. Um, there is a belief, though, in Japan, you might not have to do that. Some people tell say, oh, no, it's fine, you don't have to do it if you just come as a tourist. But after a year, if you're in Japan, you're supposed to actually return them to the shrine oh, and get yeah. yourself a new one.
1: Man, I haven't been doing that.
0: So for oh New Year's, a lot of people buy themselves a brand fresh new oh. protection charm for that year on Bunny go, Since you were talking about mm. throwing it away, there's usually a big box where you can throw those old um, fortune slips and uh, house protections and all those things that are Connected to a shrine, you could throw them in, and then they have a big holy fire to dispose of it in case you don't know what to do with them.
1: And that's more or less the the conclusion of your shrine experience, isn't it?
0: It's it, yeah. I mean, you go in, you do a prayer, you prayer, buy yeah. yourself something to protect you, your house, or mm-hmm. friends. A lot of people buy those amulets as well as friends for like luck, success mm-hmm. in school, or getting good grades, or finding a lover. There's a lot of that. My We've done old, a lot of really nice YouTube videos on that. My old
1: massage lady gave me one for the sake of keeping my body healthy and so forth.
0: that for yeah. example, a nice gesture, you buy mm. that with that kind of wish for another person. Mm. So, again, if you get one of them from a Japanese friend, don't be freaked out. They're not trying to get you into their religion. It's just a nice gesture of, I want you to be safe, healthy, protected, and
1: such. Do you have a memorable shrine incident?
0: There's so many wonderful shrines I had the chance to to go in Japan. Uh, We filmed a couple of them, and uh, there there is there there, we've tried a lot okay okay coming back to that year when, when, when things were really terrible You're for me in year. japan when yeah. i got that on that same sh- I literally during the shoot said i need to go and i need to cleanse my spirit because i'm having the worst year ever so we went to different shrines and different temples to pray for good luck and such And one of the spirit techniques we did there was a ceramic plate and you're supposed to breathe on the ceramic plate to all your bad things think of all your bad things and you breathe them out onto the plate and there's a holy stone and you go and you smash that plate oh, wow. on that holy stone. You smash it. Like you go there. That sounds rad. Everywhere. Everywhere is like smash plates everywhere because they're like very bristly made. So they mm. smash really. It feels great to see them smash. I did that together with another talent, Asonatsko. And she breathed on it and she smashed it. It looked beautiful. Really? Right. So wow. my turn. I'm like, well, I need to do this. I need to get all the bad on that plate. So briefed breathed on that plate. The shrine priest was there. We, we, we have this in slow motion on YouTube. And I'm throwing it, and it hits the stone and just bounces back. Oh no! <laughs> and even <I> think, <laughs> no one on that set did not laugh at that moment, because oh, no one had seen that it poor wouldn't even
1: Cat. <laughs> it's like,
0: So the shrine priest was very nice. He said God is very forgiving and caring. You try again. So I tried a second time, and it did actually smash. smash So yeah, things got better from there onwards. Poor Kathy Cat. Your cure year. You couldn't even smash a brittle plate. (laughs) It was a terrible year. But yeah, that. Mentioning that there is also in Japan, there's said to be lucky years and unlucky years. So if you go into a shrine, there will be a lot of like when you're born, and there'll be a list and stuff. And a lot of people, if there is, the, if it is their unlucky year, there are certain special shrine rituals that you can do to ward off the bad mojo that might oh, yeah. you might be having in a year. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, a lot of a lot of little yeah. things, but again, everything is kept very peaceful yeah. and nicely. So you went with your company?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting.
0: Did you know that in Kyoto, there is a shrine that most people in the entertainment industry know?
1: Oh, really? Yes. Tell me more.
0: Uh, I got this told by a senpai at NHK, Mm. and uh, she is very big up there and she said oh if you're going to Kyoto you should go to that shrine. It's called Kurumazaki Jinja.
1: Oh I've heard of
0: this. Yep. If you go to that shrine on the left and the right there will be big red wooden plaques with famous people's names. Oh no way. Because this is where kind of the deity of people who work in the entertainment industry resides I
1: see. so people
0: can pay around i think Ichiman yen around that price to have their name on one of those plaques and have it displayed and oh, some fans will just come to take pictures of their favorite <laughs> idol being there or their favorite reporter being there or that's their favorite, good even the one piece crew has their names on those really? plaques yeah, yeah they're all hilarious. there as well i think connected to some other entertainment thing that's I brilliant i gotta to go to this what's it called again kurumazaki jinja i need to
1: go there so a, good place a lot of here. people
0: actually if you guys happen to go to kyoto to kurumazaki jinja there is one plaque of Kathy cat there hey is there yes i started right. doing it once i thought hey this you know there's a lot of fa- other famous people who've doing re- doing really well i that's one of the shrines if i go to kyoto i will make sure to visit a, to find my name and find where the plaque has wandered, because if you extend it, it moves somewhere else. Yeah. And do do my prayer there and hope that I'll do well in the entertainment industry. You're from now on.
1: doing a great job in the entertainment industry, Katicat. Thank Just you
0: too, it. Lady Beard. Thank
1: you, sweetheart. What
0: are your socials, Lady Beard? At Lady underscore Japan. My group at
1: Baby Beard underscore Japan. Japan Railway Journals. At Kathycat_tv underscore TV and at catwithbeard. From
0: Japan? From Japan. From
1: Japan! At catwithbeard from Japan. You should write us a comment. Let us know what you'd like to hear us discuss Yes, on please the
0: leave us comments on the YouTube channel that we have and then you'll also be able to see our beautiful faces. Oh my gosh. Check them out.
1: Kathycat Cat was actually her um, Instagram handle, not mine. Because she is Kathy Cat.
0: Just making 100% sure in case She's you guys don't Twitch. know by this She's episode. She's on Twitch as well. Yes. Thank you. Thank oh, you so much. My pleasure. Um, and uh, hold on. And Cat with Beard has Twitter too. <laughs> so where you actually get updates. So if you're not quite sure when the next cool episode mm-hmm, comes out, mm-hmm. then also tag out, check out our Twitter. Did I say Twitch? I meant Twitter. Or well, the next slightly silly episode too. Yeah, and be sure to literally leave us a nice comment on this YouTube video and let us know what you thought about this. Did we bamboozle your mind? Did we pull your teeth? I'm, I'm...
1: (sighs) Yeah, I feel I understand Japanese religion less now than I did at the start of the episode.
0: I mean, we focused a lot on mostly Shintoism, um, which is one that I think a lot of foreigners will enjoy a lot. I, Mm. I mean, if you go to Kyoto... There's literally this um, Fushimi Inari Shrine that has hundreds and hundreds of those wonderful archways that people walk through. Yeah,
1: those things are very beautiful. It's beautiful in pictures,
0: absolutely magical. And it's one of those places where you go like, wow. And I think a lot of people with and came to a place and they felt something. They went, wow. And possibly decided to
1: maybe build a shrine there. Mm, maybe you will too. So. <laughs> we'll see you next time.
0: For another wonderful, um, mind-blowing episode of Cat Cat with B. Goodbye. Bye-bye.